Coming to you live from the Morningstar Mission Sponsored Studios, this is Carl and Crew Mornings on 90.1 FM Moody Radio. We got a problem, Houston. Got a problem. Already? Yeah, Uh-oh. Right out of we haven't been here too terribly hour. long. Got a problem. Oh, no. It's Jonathan's birthday celebration today. Yes. That's not the problem. (laughs) (laughs) Sounded bad. That's good. Thank you for clarifying. Yeah. He's a whopping, how old today? 28. Oh, 28. Yeah. 28, yes. 28 years old. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. It's true. And um, he's starting to question his nickname, Allie. He said this. <laughs> this actually came out of his mouth, it and did. he was serious. He said, "Guys, I'm, I'm, I'm 28 now, and this name, Young Thunder, is starting to feel a little bit uncomfortable. I feel like maybe, <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's no longer appropriate for me to be Young Thunder now that I'm 28. Something and, to that effect. Yeah, yeah, we we need someone to do this quickly. <laughs> now need, that I'm 28, we need someone. Yeah. <sighs> Just one person right now yeah. to call in. I'm not even going to take you through call screener. Just call in. I need you to provide Jonathan some context <laughs> that it's okay, Jonathan. Can I provide you're, some no, context? No, you're not providing context. Okay. Oh. You, we're going to celebrate your birthday. We got all <laughs> kinds of food and lots of you know trans fats and all kinds of good stuff in there. But, As we should, yeah. But what we're going to do is actually get someone to call in right now to pr- provide some comfort, Allie, to yes. Young Thunder that yes. being called Young Thunder at 28 is probably still apropos. Still, mm. the nickname still works at 28. 312-274-9624. Someone call in and comfort Jonathan. It would be good if you were like 60 plus or something like that. And... Uh, just give him some encouragement. Right now, just one caller right now. Just give him what's on your heart to encourage Jonathan. 312-274-9624. Don't have a call coming in yet. No. Need one call right now. There's someone that feels called to come. There we got a call. One. Okay, so bring him on. Okay. Uh, who's with us here? You just who's called this? in. Oh, no. Who's this? Hello? Hello? Yes. Who? Who is this? Hi, this is uh, Jose. Jose. From... I- uh, I- yeah, yeah, I'm not on a lake right now, but okay. Well, yeah. here's what we need, Jose. Could you give Young Thunder some comfort that he is still relatively young? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. You guys are gonna love this. I love this right now. <clears throat> um, okay, so Young Thunder, uh-huh. Ranky. Yeah, I was. It's Jose. I was in Colby with. Oh, you, what's up, Jose? Okay, look, <laughs> look. You are you are you are young, bro. I was old. I was like your age, close to when I was in college with you. Yeah, you I've were. I've been out for seven years. You're young, bro. Been You're out young. for seven years and make it sound like it was in prison, bro. <laughs> right. I've no, been no, out. No, no. I've been out for seven years. You still got an ankle monitor on? We put him through a lot when he was up there with us, so maybe it was. Jose, so. Jose, so him being Young Thunder is still okay, even though you went to college with him? I think that's perfectly okay. Okay. All right, good. Hey, thanks. (laughs) Can I I say something real quick? Yeah. So my my grandpa, he always has this saying, you know, it's in Spanish, but I I can translate it. It's uh, the mountains are old and they're still green, you know, so it's like. There we go. There you go. We're we're, 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 we're days old in comparison to, you know. 
like the mountains. So that's, oh, well, there that's you awesome. go. You're I like that. Yeah. Thank you for that. Thank, Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get we'll get a couple more in that's here. That's good wisdom. We've got so many calls coming in. We Philip do. in Aurora. I'm oh. curious, Philip. Would you encourage Young Thunder today, Philip? Yes, Young Thunder. Yeah, my young brother. <laughs> okay, just just take a good look in the mirror. Uh huh. And notice the absence of age lines. <laughs> yes. Okay, of gray hair. Yes. And, reali- and realize that you have a whole lot of field ahead of you. <laughs> oh, well put, Philip. Yeah. Well put. Oh, my goodness. Thanks, oh, Philip. So I appreciate good. it. That's hilarious. Philip, you're a good man. Thank so you for good. that. Yeah. Can I give some context now? No. Why? No, I just want All right. Okay, what one thing. Listen, I, I understand 28 is not, is not a, a, you know, old. Yeah. I get that. But at the same time, the nickname was given to me when I was 21. Oh, yeah, that was, boy, that was, wasn't a decade ago, but yeah, that was years <laughs> and years ago. Okay, yeah. but I felt like a kid at 21. I felt like a little kid. Young Thunder. Huh? Not only are you still very young. Yeah. You actually look like a 16-year-old emoji. <laughs> 16-year-old emoji? He will yeah. always have that You are face. a 16-year-old emoji. That, that and let me, let me tell you something yeah. else that's really funny. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know if anyone else here can relate to this. There will come a time when you will cherish Young Thunder. As a matter of fact, I'm sure I, predict, I do. I, I love predict Young Thunder. You will tell your grandkids, yeah. you can call me Young Thunder. <laughs> yep. You will don't delight in it. Grandpa. There will be a giddiness, right, Allie? Oh, Absolutely. Sure. There I'm will sure. be a giddiness about it. I love it. No, and just so you know, I don't not delight in the we know, name. We I know. love it. You genuinely were questioning whether at your ripe old age it was still appropriate. Yes. Over the weekend, when you guys weren't even around me, I thought to myself, can I still be called Young Thunder right now? <laughs> yes. Yes, you can. <laughs> now that I'm Hold a couple here. years away Hold from 30. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on here. Huh? The answer? Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, as a matter of fact, Let's not even come back to this topic <laughs> until 2030. Okay. Okay, then we'll, we'll revisit we'll it We'll rediscuss. Again. All right. Yeah. All right. I can do that. You look like a commercial for Botox. <laughs> okay? <laughs> so the after. Yeah, oh, the after for sure. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I'll take Although it. Although there's no numbness around his jaws. No he can face still smile. No, he's expressive. Yeah. Oh, the funny stuff we run into happy around birthday. here. Happy birthday, Jonathan. Oh, happy birthday, Jonathan. <laughs> Thank you. Peace of work. Appreciate it. <sighs> All right, we got something coming up that we want to give you just a little ear warning on. Yeah, we are talking about something that's so relevant right now to young adults, teenagers. It's a suicide epidemic that really needs to be talked about. Little ear warning. You decide if it's appropriate for little audience you have around the radio discipleship to start your day you're listening to carl and crew mornings this whole week boom crew we've been tackling a really tough topic but an important one living with those closest to us and today we've got something i don't know that we've ever gone here before no i don't don't think think we have you look at what's going on in our culture today and something's happened in the 60s, kids that were growing up in junior high and high school, I mean, there was a there was a rebel spirit. And by the way, there always is with junior highers and high schoolers and even now elementary age kids. But things have gotten deeper. Things have gotten darker. 
Things are getting tougher, and a lot of parents don't know what in the world to do about it. And you just a couple stats for you. Suicide is now the second leading cause of death for kids oh. ages 10 to 24. And here in the U.S., there's one suicide every 16 minutes. That's the reality that particularly <sighs> young people. It's tough days. Mario D'Ortenzio is with us right now. We're going to give everyone the lowdown on your background, but these stats and these issues, they don't surprise you, do they, bro? No, no. Unfortunately, the, the numbers keep going up every year and the percentages continue to shrink. So it's kind of our reality, like Ali said, yeah. So, I mean, obviously it's impossible to point to any one thing as the driver behind these kind of numbers, but you've been a high school, college football coach, you are a parent. Based on your experience, what are some of the contributing factors that really drive like a culture of, of death? Yeah. I think it's as simple as social media. Um, I really wow. do. I mean, it's we, we can communicate in ways all around the world that we haven't been able to, you know, ever in our lifetime. And it'd be people see, especially young people see, oh, look at John. John has, you know, this beautiful girlfriend and he has everything that I, that I would love. And why can't I get that? And he has more followers and more likes. And I do think there is a correlation with the, the social media aspect. And when that launched, and uh, the increase of mental health issues and suicidal ideation, most definitely. Our guest, Mario D'Artenzi, is the founder and president of a ministry called Death to Life. It's a worldwide nonprofit. It exists for the emotionally hurt, suicidal, abused, and spiritually struggling youth and adults. Yeah, Allie and I were commenting in here, how in the world did you get this URL? But it's a good one, deathtolife.com. We're going to give you a direct link keyword here in a moment here, Boom Crew, but you're going you're gonna to want this. This is an important ministry. Okay, let me just break this down, Mario. You minister online with, you have chat, you have the ability to dialogue on Facebook Messenger, Instagram, direct message, you have texting, you've got coaches. I think you call them hope coaches. Yeah, you call them hope coaches. This is one of the coolest websites I've ever seen. Yeah. But as I look at this, I'm heartbroken. How can we help you? Here's the headliners, Boom Crew. Porn, substance abuse issues, bullying, PTSD. There are communities for disabled kids, suicide survivors, LGBTQ. What a ministry, Mario. How did you dream this up? How did God give this to you? Well, I'll tell you guys, I mean, to make a a very long story short, in 2007, we have three daughters. We had three daughters at the time and my wife said, hey, uh, we can try for one more and a boy. And uh, like, oh, okay, this is gonna be great. What an awesome godly woman I have. And, and my wife went in to see what the, the baby was gonna be. And I was waiting for her. It was gonna be a surprise. She was either gonna bring me home a football or something pink and surprise me. And she called me crying. There's something wrong with the baby. And uh, by the way, it's a girl. And that took us on our journey. I'd been a believer for a long time, guys. Um, I was involved with an organization called the Fellowship of Christian Athletes for a long time. And, and I burped a prayer at a really young age. And, and I said I was a good Christian boy. And, and uh, when you hit rock bottom, yep. when there's something wrong with your child and you don't know what the future holds, everything is in question. And I was in a really, really dark, dark place, uh, a place where I didn't want to live anymore, to be honest with you. And our daughter now, I mean, she has, her name is Reese. And she just turned 16. She has a pretty gnarly disability. She can't walk. She can't talk. But 
She is the absolute uh, light in our family. She puts everything in perspective for us. But because of her birth, I mean, that's a whole other show, but because of her birth, um, it gave us a heart for those that are struggling with hopelessness and suicidal ideation, to be honest with you. And so my wife and I launched Death to Life in 2009. And unfortunately, it's, I don't think we're going to be going out of business anytime soon. Yeah. But every year the Lord has blessed us and we have some work to do, that's for sure. Mario D'Ortenzia, president of Death to Life Ministry, coming up. What do you do if you're a parent or a grandparent and a young person in your life is struggling? Maybe they've gotten a, a diagnosis of depression or anxiety and you don't even, maybe you don't even know what to call it, but they're in a dark place. How do you help reach a young person who is struggling? We'll give you some answers coming up. Giving hope directly from the source. We're Carl and Crew Mornings. So what do you do? You've got a young person in your life and they're not the bright light that they used to be. You can see that they're struggling. They're withdrawing. They don't really want to talk about it. You want it desperate to help them, but you don't know how. Mario D'Ortenzi, our guest right now, he's the founder of an incredible ministry. It's called Death to Life. What do you say to parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles who see a young person, teen, young adult, they are a a shadow of who they used to be, and they have no idea how to reach them. Well, the first thing is don't ignore it. You know, don't think, oh, this is just a stage. He's 13 years old. He's maturing. This is a typical teenager. Do not ignore things that you know are different. Sleeping in longer, this dark cloud that's over them. Be honest with them. Sit them down. Love them. Be a safe place for them. Don't try to fix them. Just say, hey, I love you. Are you thinking, and be honest, say, are you thinking Hmm. about ending your life? Yeah. Because what that does is it gives them freedom to be like, okay, then I can share this. And if they are struggling, if they're struggling, like I want to kill myself now, then obviously you have to get professionals involved, you know, a doctor or the hospital. But if they're like, I'm just struggling with life, I need a little bit of hope. Then there are organizations like us, 24-7, Help and Hope. And uh, we have our hope coaches and, and our peer support that can be there to encourage them and love on them and help them realize that they're not alone. There is an organization out there like us that would love to chat with them. Mario, you said that the phone, these devices, I've heard people, in fact, I heard some wise pundits about 15 years ago predicting that these devices that we're handing to our kids are going to crush us. What do you do? I mean, it used to be Mario back in the day. You aren't old enough to maybe remember this. But to get porn, you had to have a friend who had a dad who was a pretty crooked stick and and then, and then get into the dad's stash and bring it to school or whatever. Now it, it's right here. You look at these issues that involve bullying. You don't have to go to school to get bullied. You get bullied online. And the list goes on and on. I know that you help, but what do we do with the source? And what do you tell parents when you've also said that the device that they have in their hands is the thing that's that's actually fomenting this junk? You have to have honest conversations with your kids. The things that our kids know today, if we were to look back, and I and Carl, I am old enough, but if we were to look back, you know, in the 90s or even the 80s and go, oh, my gosh, are you kidding me? I mean, these kids know all that today, the inappropriate things, the politically incorrect things. And but we got to be able to sit down with them and say, hey, guys, this is the reality of this little device right here. 
And these are the consequences. And you know what? I mean, as long as you know that these are the consequences, this is what happens, you know, if you go onto this website, if you look at these pictures, if you, you know, dabble down and go down this road with your phone, these are the consequences. But to tell you that I'm here for you, you know, I'm not going to judge you. I'm not going to condemn you. I am a safe place for you. We're in this together. We're in this together. Love and that. if your kids know that, I mean, I think that would be an absolute blessing and a great first step. There isn't a, a golden ticket, uh, you know, the right answer, guys. That's the wild thing about today. I mean, but if the kids realize and understand, these are the consequences. You know, if you choose to go down this road, my gosh, it could destroy your life. You have a um, section on your website that says Meet the Undead, where you feature stories of individuals who have moved from death to life. Give us a story, either one that's featured on your website or one that's just close, near and dear to your heart. Yeah, one of our partners is a guy named Brian Head Welch. The majority of our listeners probably have no idea who the band Corn is, but it's not a Christian band. It's a very secular band, but he is one of the founding members of band Corn and he had a radical conversion uh, to Jesus and was addicted to meth, was addicted to every other you know drug and, and sex and everything you could possibly imagine being involved in the band. And he found Jesus. But during that time, he struggled with suicidal thoughts and and wanting to end his life. But he's involved. And everyone that's involved in our organization, the celebrity types, they've all struggled with mental health. So when somebody comes to our website and they see, wait a minute, I listened to Corn. I know Brian Head Welch. This is his story. My gosh, I can relate to that. Yeah, that's awesome. I can relate. So those are the people that that are partnered with us. How does a parent use this site? I'm, I've been thinking about this going, okay, now what do you do with this? You, if you've got a kid that's hurting and you don't have an adversarial relationship, I think that's an important pre-qualifier, but your kid may be just hurting and I mean aching, but they know mom or dad loves me. Have you seen parents utilize this by saying here, I want you to go online, check this out. There's a place to chat. There's someone to text with. I want you to get help. There is hope here. Can we be that direct with this resource? 100%. It's a safe place for them. They can just come as they are. Yeah, most definitely. Use our website for sure. If you want the link, just text the word LIFE to 312-274-9624. That's going to take you directly to this website, all of the resources. You can check it out, see what your kids are going to be looking at even before you send it to them. But this is a great, great tool to have in your toolbox as a parent or grandparent. Just text the word LIFE to 312-274-9624. Whether it's number one or 100, take that step with Jesus today. You're listening to Carl and Crew Mornings. What a great morning we're having here. You know, the, the thing that the Lord has hit me with in the last few days is this reminder prompted by the Holy Spirit. You know, think about, we're covering this cool little triangle that we talked about the last two days, and we're going to burn a video tomorrow that will, I think we can load that up by tomorrow afternoon, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to, I'm going to take some time to explain it, but you got to stay out of three corners, victim persecutor, rescuer, right? One of the most difficult corners to stay out of. I don't know why I'm getting teary-eyed in here for crying out loud. Um, is rescuer. When you've really been called out of darkness, you know what it does in you? 
when you're really transformed by the power of God and you're walking in the power of the Spirit, it actually allows you to get your focus off yourself for maybe the first time in your life. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but then Satan sets another trap because then you see the hurting people around you and you go, oh, I want, I want them to win. Mm -hmm. And you might have just listened to Mario and you're like, oh, Carl, I want my kids to win. I don't know how they're going to win. You know, I want to encourage you with something that's a real-time thing for my bride and I right now. And I can't have you ho-hum what I'm about to say. You cannot underestimate the power of prayer. Talking to God about a situation and say, God, if you don't intervene, nothing's going to happen here. God, give me the strength to not rescue. Give me the strength to not be a victim. Give me the strength to not be a persecutor. And as I stand on the rock, would you go to work? Would you help my kid? I've got four powerful quotes on prayer. Very interesting. I printed this out four days ago. I didn't get to use it where I thought I was going to use it. Okay. Had nothing to do with the show. But I think God has it for now. So coming up here in a moment, we're going to talk just very candidly about the power of prayer to position you in a place where you can be a best assistance to those that you love around you. Is it hard to resist meddling? Oh, gee. <laughs> Come on, I got, a, I got a PhD in meddling. Meddling's easy. Rescuing comes natural to the redeemed. Victim, that old flesh creeps up. Persecuting, it's like we throw the fiery darts right alongside Satan. <laughs> but God, and he can heal us, he can. We'll talk about it coming up. Going deeper in our relationship with Jesus. We're Carl and Crew Mornings. If we're honest with ourselves, we can look at challenges in our own life and in those around us. And I think we can hear things like, I take a kid, for instance, that's struggling. Let's say someone right now has a child or a grandchild that is struggling with all kinds of issues. I loved what Mario said. When kids start sleeping in, there's a problem going on. It can be a dinner bell that something's happening. <laughs> that was in my life, by the way. A lot of people think, yeah, you were born jacked up, ready to go, fired up. No, I went through a, about a six-month period where I think I was in a deep valley of darkness like you guys can't believe. I could barely get out of bed. Yeah, It was brutal. And I was struggling because I still needed to be the life of the party or so I thought. But mm -hmm. man, inside I was in turmoil. And sometimes you wonder, how do I help people? How do I help myself? And sometimes familiarity breeds contempt. When you talk about prayer, it's like, yeah, I need to pray. But no, I'm, I'm talking about sitting down in a conversation with God where you bury your soul and say, God, here's what's going on. Would you hear my heart here? It's a beautiful thing. And I don't know how you make it through this world without conversation with God. Yeah. And I've lived long enough to know that you will 
There are untold numbers of breakthroughs that God holds before us if we'll but talk to him. And I'm not kidding. I am, I've been on a run with my bride here for many months now where we're seeing the Lord do things in and around our life that are just straight up. You know, the good thing about prayer is when God answers them, you can't touch the picking glory. Mm. So true. You just sit there and go, thank you, God. And I don't know what you're up against today, but I'm going to tell you this. There is a time for prayer, and it is always now. It's always now. It's so funny. I, I got these. I clipped these on Monday. Today's Wednesday, right? Yeah. So it was just three days ago, a couple of days ago. Um, and I thought I was going to use them somewhere. I was in here laboring after the show. Allie, you were still struggling with COVID, and uh, Allie's back in the saddle, if you haven't noticed, guys. Uh, but I was in here late on that Monday. I don't know if you remember how late I was in here. Who's in here with me? Super die. I was with you. I was in here a long time, and I was just laboring over these. these uh, I just felt like the Lord was telling me, go grab some of these classic quotes on prayer. And I haven't even reviewed them, but I've got them here in my hand, so I'm going to read a couple of these things. Okay. Listen to what Leonard Ravenhill says about prayer. Listen to this. No man or woman is greater than his or her prayer life. The pastor who is not praying is playing. The people who are not praying are straying. We have many organizers, but few agonizers. Many players and payers, but few Prayers. Many singers, few clingers. Lots of pastors, few wrestlers. Many fears, few tears. Much fashion, little passion. Many interferers, few intercessors. Many writers, but few fighters. Failing here, we fail everywhere. Leonard Ravenhill. That's a breathtaking quote. Yeah. And I don't know exactly where the Lord's taking us in this next few minutes here, but I just want you to do something right now. If you're driving and you're in a safe place, just cup one hand up before the Lord. And we're going to do this as an exercise. That thing that has stressed you, that thing that has disturbed you, that person that is breaking your heart, I want you to put them right in the palm of your hand, right there. Right there. I'm doing this right now with you. I want you to put your greatest concern. I once had a man tell me, what's the greatest concern in your life. It most preoccupies your mind. You might not even be able to identify it because it's so always there. You've assumed that it's part of you. Hold that right in your hand right now. Right now in my hand, I've got a couple of people. And I've got one uh, kind of uh, big thing. And I've got them right in my hand right now. 
And let me pray. Lord, God of heaven and earth, you know you know these people that we're holding up. You know these situations that we're holding up better than we ever could. And Lord, we just confess to you that our natural tendency is to run toward them in our strength and to fix them or to run away from them and in sorrow and desperation wonder what's going to happen. But in this moment, we bring them before you. We bring these that we love. We bring these that are hurting. We bring these issues before you. Some are addictions. Some are life situations. Some are spiritual conflicts. Some are relational conflicts. Some are wayward children. Some are just heartaches galore. And we bring them before you. We say, you, you see them here, right, God? You see them here. And by an act of faith, we ask you, holy God, intervene. Do a work that we can't do. God, our hearts groan for these concerns that we bring before you today. But we are so confident, God. We've seen you work. We look back. We see. We see your hand. And you will do it again. We've seen you move. You've moved the mountains, and I believe you're going to do it again. We trust you. We believe in you. And God, by the act of faith right now in my heart, we put these people, these issues, these situations, these challenges, these addictions, and we say, they're in your hands now. You work, mighty God. We don't even want partial fixes. We're asking you to resolve these things, God. We don't want things to get a little bit better. We want healing. We want restoration. We want revival. We want hope. We want tears dried up. And we're asking you to do it. And I praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Helping you start your day off right. This is Carl and Crew Mornings. It is an awesome thing if we can take our deepest concerns, our greatest heartbreaks, and confidently say, from my palm to your hands, oh God. It's power. Powerful man. And I don't know if you've seen God move lately, but I'll tell you one thing that is absolutely certain. Until we get our hands off of this stuff and, and by faith put it squarely in his court, ain't nothing going to happen. But when we truly release it to God. I, I wonder if some of you have never really seen God move that way. By faith today, my friend, pray and entrust things to the Lord and then live with your head on a swivel. God loves to move. 
There are some things that I wish I could give you today that are just such evidence of God moving that are so personal but so powerful. I just can't share them on air. You're just going to have to, by faith, know it's happening, baby. It's happening. And it's one of the coolest things because when you see God move like this, you don't touch the glory because you go, oh, I proved over and over again I couldn't do it. But God, you've proven you can. Yes. Yes. It's just that real. It really is. Oh. All right, coming up, I got a couple more prayer quotes. They're a little shorter, but they're powerful. One by Dale Moody is amazing. Hang on. Your spiritual pit stop to keep you going in the race. We're Carl and Crew Mornings. All right, let me give you two more quotes here. This is a D.L. Moody, and then I'll give an E.M. Bounds quote. Here's the D.L. Moody quote. And this is etched on the third floor of Chapman at the end of the hall. It is, Anyone yeah. seen this one? I have. Listen, every great movement of God can be traced to a kneeling figure. Ooh. D.L. Moody. Okay. Now, when you think about a movement of God, you know what you sometimes think, Boom Crew, and this saddens me. We sometimes think that those movements, those are prayed for by the ministerial leadership. We're all ministers of the gospel. Absolutely. There's not one higher up or closer to God than another. No. It's a great, I was sharing this two weeks ago out in Elk Grove um, at our campus there, and I was pouring out my heart. I said, here's my concern. Actually, no, I was downtown last week. I'm sorry. Got to remember where I was. <laughs> I said, my concern is that there's... We have this 30-70 mentality, like 30% is the, the guys up front, you know, the leaders, the elders, the pastors, the teachers, the worship leaders. I think the, the miss here would be that you miss that God can do a movement in your life, in your family. A movement of God isn't about a great awakening. It's about the great awakening in your sphere of influence. Yeah. Every great movement of God can be traced to a kneeling figure. It's so true. Here's an E.M. Bounds quote, and we're going to go to a cool little song here. E.M. Bounds said, this is not a praying age. It is an age of great activity, of great movements, but one in which the tendency is very strong to stress the seen and the material and to neglect and discount the unseen and the spiritual. Wow. I'm going to read that one again. Yeah. This is not a praying age. It is an age of great activity. The age hasn't changed, has it? No. Of great movements but one in which the tendency is very strong to stress the seen and the material and to neglect and discount the unseen and the spiritual. Do you know that God can send right now, he can ransack land and sea to send ministering angels to those who you love and don't know what to do with? The Holy Spirit can pull down blinders from those that cannot see their own sin. God can do it. God can move mountains. He can split rivers. He can take hearts of stone and turn them into hearts of flesh in a moment. And God longs for us today 
to seek him and ask him to move in ways that we can never could. And But the thing is, we have to relinquish that need to try to do it ourselves. Yeah. It's so tempting to to go to try to so quickly go to work fixing and finagling and strategizing. Fixing and finagling. Yeah, finagling. I like that word. But we Christians are great at finagling. Finagling. But God. But God. Oh boy, got people asking for these quotes. <laughs> We'll figure out a way to get them to you guys because I got one more by Andrew Murray that we're going to have this morning somewhere along the line here. Okay. Our God is able. Give it to him today. I don't know what it is, but give it to him today. Need a wake-up call? We can help with that. You're listening to Carl and Crew Mornings. Been uh, tackling some quotes that I had here. Printed these out on Monday. I thought I was going to use them in one location. Turns out God wanted them for today. You know, I know that you want revival in your life. I know that. Every one of us that has tasted the power of God, if we're honest with ourselves long enough to go, man, where am I really at? If we feel like the fires have grown cold, we want a revival. This is from Andrew Murray, one of my favorite authors. Obviously, his book, Humility, has rocked my world. And many of you have read it. It's a great book. Let me give you this quote about revival from Andrew Murray. A true revival means nothing less than a revolution. Casting out the spirit of worldliness and selfishness and making God and his love triumph in the heart and life. The coming revival must begin with a great revival of prayer. It is in the closet with the door shut that the sound of abundance of rain will first be heard. Let me read that again. It is in the closet with the door shut that the sound of abundance of rain will first be heard. An increase of secret prayer with ministers will be the sure harbinger of blessing. There is need of a great revival of spiritual life, of truly fervent devotion to our Lord Jesus, of entire consecration to his service, It is only in a church in which this spirit of revival has at least begun that there is any hope of radical change in the relation of the majority of our Christian people to mission work. Wow. It all begins in this engine room of the soul where the Holy Spirit is at work and we're offering up our prayers to God. I don't know what concerns you today, but I'm telling you, go to a quiet place and give it to God. How many times have I wrung my hands over a situation only to experience that that light yoke of Jesus when I go into a quiet place and go, God, here it is. I have no eloquence to speak here. I have no fancy words. I just got to tell you, I got a mess on my hands. Yeah. I I I got an ache in my heart. I need you to help me, God. And you might say, do you talk to God that way? Yes, I do. I talk to God, I I, I say, God, here, uh, take this thing. And God, I'm about to walk into a meeting. Would you, would you help me to shut up when I need to be quiet and hear your voice and then speak when you tell me to speak? Yeah, and guess what? God moves. So hard for us to take our hands off of it, though. Oh, 
maybe the situation that comes up and you immediately want to go into action mode of what can I fix? Who can I call? What can I do? Yeah. Yeah. You're exactly right, Allie. It's the great, greatest, maybe the greatest challenge we face. You pair that with Ian Bounds' quote, this is not a praying age. It is an age of great activity, of great movements. But one in which the tendency is very strong to stress the seen and the material and to neglect and discount the unseen and the spiritual. I want you to believe God that although unseen, he is powerful, and that the spiritual beats the material every day. Every day. Have you ever sat back and watched the hand of God move while you're silently sitting in a corner of a room and a prayer that you prayed by faith asking God to move? You see a prayer answered? I did yesterday. I did. Saw it yesterday. Sat back and watched, and I'm looking, and I'm sitting there, and I'm going, oh, boy, I can't wait to call my bride. God's moving right in front of me. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Yes, it's awesome. Now, I'm asking you to taste and see that the Lord is good. I'm asking you to right now put out a palm. In fact, let's just, if you can right now and you're driving, I'm left-handed. So I would lift my right palm before the Lord. Lift a palm before the Lord right now, wherever you are at home, in the office, right here in the studio. We're all going to do it with you. All of us. Lift a palm before the Lord right now. All of us. I want all of us right now to place in the palm every issue that comes to mind that we know we are powerless to change, but we are confident that God can. Come on. Admitting you're powerless to change, but you know God can. And I'm placing a couple of people there. I'm placing a couple of situations there. I'm placing in the palm of my hand an event right now that's coming soon. Right there. How about you? I'm asking you to put your wayward kids there. I'm asking you to put your contentious marriage there. I'm asking you to put your finances there, right there. All those issues right now, right now. And God, by faith, we lift these up before you and we say that we don't even have the strength to give you these things. Our tendency is so strong to hold on to them. We hold our palms open before you and we say, pluck these concerns from my hand. I don't even have the strength to give them to you. Take them from me. Take them. Take these ones we love, these issues of finances, these issues of addictions, these, these decisions that have to be made. Oh, God, move in power. Come by the power of your spirit and speak and direct. God, give me the courage to be a spectator, to watch your hand move, and to quit meddling. And God, we just surrender them up to you, and we thank you, and we trust you that you are good, you are God, and you will move, and we pray it in Jesus' name. Amen.
and let it be. It's an awesome thing, Boom Crew. When you come to the point where you say, God, I know I can't do it, but I know you can. And then by faith, you watch. You watch. And you know what I'm convinced God gives us? Boom. Little glimpse of victory. Little glimpse of victory. And it builds this flywheel of trust that God can do what we cannot do. And I'm here to tell you today, I'm in the middle of it right now. And it's the most unbelievable thing. Do I have it down perfectly? No. But am I seeing God's hand move in ways I never could? Oh, man. (laughs) I'm so pumped. I got up so early this morning. And then my bride got up. I said, what are you doing up? She said, oh, when you got up, I couldn't go back to sleep. So I'm up and I'm going for it. I said, all right. I said, oh, I forgot to tell you. I saw God's hand move yesterday, babe. And I laid out for her how I saw God's hand move. And she goes, oh, isn't that awesome? You might say, Carl, I want that so badly. I'm telling you right now, fully relinquish those things to the Lord and by faith give them to God and then watch. It's like going to a restaurant. I'm one of those guys that I need to have my chair in the corner or up against the wall. I got to see what's in front of me. Pray like that. Get your seat up against the wall. Sit that back corner. Pray and then watch. Who's walking in? Who's walking out? And what God's up to? Some of you might think I'm crazy. I'm not. This is the way God moves. Just like that. What an awesome God we have, Allie. Amen. He is Jesus. He is Savior. New to the show? We're glad you're here. You're listening to Carl and Crew Mornings. We got a lot going on here today, but one of the funnest things we can do on Wednesdays. No, I'm not talking about the camel. Not talking about hump day. The best thing we do on Wednesdays is making herself laugh no matter who joins her. It's time for Allie Thinks It's Funny. Got a couple jokes for you today. I think they're funny. What did uh, Papa John name his newborn son? What did Papa John name his newborn son? Oh, boy. Young Thunder. (laughs) Good guess. Okay. Ironically, Little Caesar. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, got a little. I thought it was a Little John joke. So you surprised me. I like okay. that. Okay, Little John probably would have been for our younger <laughs> listeners. They might have enjoyed I that I actually one. got that, though. That was good. good. Little Caesar. Okay, okay, next joke. Why do elephants giggle anytime someone plays the piano? Why do they giggle anytime someone plays the piano? Oh. I don't even have a shot at that I, I know one. Yeah. this one. Oh, well. Because know. it tickles their eyes. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny. Oh, it's good. Oh God, we landed both of them. You got two. You got two good jokes in thank this you. segment. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank <sighs> you. I feel like thank you very much, everyone. Text the word jokes if you want these to share with your loved ones. Make them cringe a little bit. You don't have to be a dad to enjoy dad jokes. Just look at me. Just text the word jokes to three one two two seven four nine six two four. Text the word jokes. To 312-274-9624. And listen, whether you think they're funny, whether you think they're not, be assured of this. Allie thinks it's funny. (sighs) 
The music's perfect, too. <laughs> it is. It really is. Yeah, just, it's cute. It's bouncy and makes you smile. Yeah, we had a tense moment this morning early. A tense? Yeah, it was a tense moment. It <laughs> broke my heart a little bit for a moment, but I recovered. What it, what's the story on? Young Thunder uh-huh. had a, a big birthday over the weekend. We're celebrating him today. Happy birthday, We've got by the way. Happy birthday. birthday. Thank you very much. Treats. We've got a card for him. We've got a gift for him. Yeah. Hand-picked by our team, Super Dive. Yeah, by, yeah, right. <laughs> I can't wait to Our see. Team can't wait, liaison. Can't Our wait team to birthday. see what we got him, guys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But in in celebration, in reflection, Jonathan said, "Well, I'm 28 now, guys. I've really been thinking." He's been thinking about it. <laughs> I have. Yeah, I have he's been, been giving us some thoughts. Hilarious. I'm not sure if the Young Thunder nickname still fits now that I'm 28. <laughs> well, not that it doesn't fit today, but that it's starting to not fit, or it's, that it might not it, fit. You're starting soon. to outgrow it. I might be starting to outgrow it's young. Not Thunder. on the outgrow trail yet. Uh, Boom crew, we need your help. <laughs> At 28, we uh-huh. got to give some comfort to the young brother. Yeah, or maybe some uh, sense. It's the oldest so I've ever met. Comfort been. or sense? Okay, I was going comfort. <laughs> Ali said sense. <laughs> I just need a couple it. of people to call in right now. Three one two two seven four nine six two four and explain to Young Thunder why. Young Thunder is still not only a precious, mm. but an appropriate nickname for him. Yes, he's still <laughs> still safe with the Young Thunder. Yeah. Yes. Please call in right now. Right now, we're, t- we're not going to screen your call. We're going to trust that you're not going to say something crazy. 312-274-9624. Come on. 312-274-9624. Give some comfort to Young Thunder right now that it's, it's okay, that this name's all right. What if I... Got the nickname, though, like seven years ago. I was 21 yeah, back then. Yeah, that's a long time ago, man. It's seven years ago. Really, really long time ago. Okay, need, it's need like a caller right now. over a fifth of my life. You're 28. 28. <laughs> okay, we've got yeah. now we've Young. Got callers. Oh, oh, wow. Got Thunder. Oh, wow. Okay. We got callers. Um, Bernard. Bernard. Uh, Bernard. Bernard, what do you say to Young Thunder? I say to Young Thunder, the name Young Thunder has been great for a long time, but I'm in agreement with him. My new new nickname would be Strong Thunder. Okay. Bernard, I'm I'm asking for people that are giving comfort to the fact that he is Young Thunder. (laughs) Bernard? He agrees with me. Bernard? Bernard? You ain't helping, Bernard! Bernard, Bernard, if I give you a Carl and Coop prize pack, will you go away quietly? Yes. Are you bribing right, him? Stay, yes, I am. Stay okay. on the horn. I'm going to give you a Carl and Coop prize pack. Don't say another word. Thank oh you, Bernard. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Uh, somebody else, give um, me this 847 number. Let's See do the last. One. Let's Because area the, codes can be the same. Let's do, oh, do, do 7413. Wow. Give me the 1-3. One, three. Okay. One, three. Okay. One three. What's your Hello. name? What's your name? Hey, Carl. This is Peter. Peter, give give some comfort to Young Thunder, would you? Yeah, I'll tell you, Young Thunder, that um, I'm 66 years old, and you know I'm still known as Fred's kid. Fred kid. Fred's <laughs> kid. That's cute. That's awesome. I love it. That's good. He can rest easy, well, can he? If he can, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's so great. that's good and i love your show keep, keep it going oh thank, thank you, you thank you man. i guess Appreciate if you can it. be called that at 66 then yeah I, I could be called young thunder at 28 okay we're gonna get some more comfort here you know why every line is filled every line is filled okay give me three eight give me three eight okay uh three eight last number three last two numbers three eight you with okay. me what's your name 
Yes. What give Mary. give can you give uh, comfort to our young Thunder? <laughs> well, I think he can graduate from Young Thunder and go to Thunder Warrior. I see you're getting you're getting people that agree Hold with me. Get on. another prize pack. <laughs> Get him. What's her name? Uh, this is Mary. 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 We're gonna. We're going to bribe you to go away as well. <laughs> so give Mary, give Mary a, a, give Mary a prize pack to just go away. You know, we're looking you, for comfort. All of these attempts young, to agree What is with going them? on? Let's try six two. Last number, last two numbers six two six two. Who are you? Yes. Good morning. This is uh, Phil from Indiana. How you guys doing? Doing good. Can you give <laughs> us some comfort for Young Thunder and not try oh. to rename him? Absolutely. Okay. Now, the renaming part I don't know about, but I got to tell you, I've got a pair of jeans in my closet older than you. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I, I got to tell you, you I got I just want to make sure you know that I listen daily. You do a dynamite job with the news and oh, what you're in traffic. And, and everything. So anyway, you are still young, my friend. Even oh. up to age 40, you're a young man. <laughs> oh. I love that. Thank you, I brother. I appreciate love that. It. Wow. All right, I'm going to take one more. Susan, what do you say, Susan? You're not renaming them. You're giving comfort, right, Susan? Yes. Okay, go ahead. Statistically speaking. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Yes! Oh, that's oh, so good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> go ahead. We cut you off. Talk. Talk to us again when you're 50. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you. Okay. okay, hang on. That I'm sorry. That I'm very random, but that's good. a prize pack. She, yeah. She's using my own thing against me there. Yeah, yeah, that 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 was a that was a young thunderism that will live oh, on. Keep Susan that's on. We got to get her a prize pack. All right, Susan, hang oh, tight. Getting a prize pack. Oh, that is so good. Uh, we got someone just called in. Who is this? This is, uh, looks like Christian from Chris, Chicago. Christian, yeah. what do you say, man? You want to give him some comfort? Oh, I would love to give him some comfort because, <laughs> okay. because I'm 26 and I'm a dad and I got another one on the way. So I, I, I feel you, Young Thunder. I appreciate now. that. Well, see, Christian, that was kind of part of my thought about being 28. Wait, was, he had more. He had, oh, he had more. more. He cut he him had off. More. Yeah. Oh, Go okay. ahead, Christian. Sorry, Christian. Christian. Finish okay. your thought. <laughs> I will. <laughs> so I think... Boom Crew, hear me out here. I think it's time for a promotion to Big Thunder. <laughs> See, okay, Christian, oh, get him out of he here. He agrees with get me. Get Christian out of here. Hey, Christian, we thought you were on our side. <laughs> oh, that's cute. I got, I, I'm sorry. I got to do it. Let me ask you a question here, Christian. I got to ask you a question. Would you change What's your up? mind if I bribed you with oh. a Carlin Crew prize pack? No. I mean, <laughs> wow. You gave me one already. You gave me one oh, already. Or else you would oh. sell out. He's not for sale. Oh, I'm not for sale. <laughs> <laughs> He's sticking up for you. Can I please get a call from good. someone who wants to give comfort to Young Thunder that Young Thunder <laughs> is still a good name? Here's yes. the problem. Bring Christian back up in here. Okay. How old are you, Christian? I'm 26. See, oh. you don't know what you're talking about. That's the problem. Well, I'm an I'm an old man compared to Christian. <sighs> Tom, no, from we're, we're brothers. Hang on, <laughs> there that's you right, go. Christian. There you you, go. you, you that's can right. you can hang with us on the phone here. If we could get someone to square you youngins away. Tom in Plainfield, can you give some comfort and some some sense to these kids? Yeah, at the age of 65, enjoy your youth. <laughs> 
All right, stay on the horn there, Tom. Stay on the horn. That's just good. Nance, no, let's go. Last number two four. Last number two four. Last number two four. What's your name? Um, Emma. Emma, give some comfort to Young Thunder. Could you, sister? Sure. Okay, my husband is going to turn 28 next year, and he keeps saying that he's going to be 30. He's going to be so old. He's not. <laughs> he's not. <laughs> you're not old. Okay. Here's, here's what's good about this. Emma, you're, 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 I'm assuming you're not 60, right? No, I'm 24. Okay, that's what my assumption was right. <laughs> You don't know these days, man. But Emma, here's the thing. I want to thank you because you're a woman that is wise beyond your years. Yes. You understand that Young Thunder is still young. Christian, you think you got something you can learn from Emma here? You think, brother? I think so. I yeah. think so. Yeah. Thank you, Emma. And Emma, I couldn't bribe Christian. But I'm going to bonus pack you. Stay on the horn. You're getting a Carlin Crew Prize oh, pack this morning. That's awesome. Oh, thank you. <laughs> that's great. Stay on the horn. I love it. I would love to hear from you by text message. Do you have a childhood nickname that you've never been able to outgrow? Something that you were called as a kid and it stuck? Text us 312-274-9624. Text us. What's that childhood nickname that still some people call you? 312-274-9624. We can't get to everyone. We love you guys. Every line is jammed. Yeah, no kidding. Every line I am really surprised by the multiple attempts to rename you. That's true. We got agreements. You know, they wanna, love you, though. I want to take all of you to Galatians 5. Not walk, <laughs> Do not walk in the power of the flesh, but walk in the power of the Spirit. Ah, yes. Just give aid and comfort to young That's... thunder in his time of need. Forever Susan, young thunder he shall be. Statistically it's, speaking. Statistically I love it. speaking. I love you it. You are only 28. So it's it's interesting because, yes, I, I, I know 28 is still young. But I'm hitting. You aren't still going here, are you? I am. Not not about young thunder anymore. I'm just telling you guys about my life. My <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what? I, what I'm, are you saying? I'm hitting new milestones oh, that I've never yeah, hit before. Oh, yeah, you're clicking them off, I'm going to be a dad. Yeah. That's, a, that's very So I, I've never been one of those before. <laughs> And I feel like, you know, I'm like, sometimes I look and I, I ask my wife, I go, are we like old enough to be allowed to have a kid? Okay. Like, I still feel like a kid and now I'm having a kid. And and so I'm like, OK, maybe this Jonathan's getting older thing oh, is real. Jonathan. Huh. Oh, Jonathan. Huh. Getting older. 28. Okay. Folks, 28. It's my quarter life crisis. He's got a pair of jeans <laughs> older than creeping. you. He's got a pair of jeans older than you. That was, that was good. I like that. I mean, nicknames have a way of, like, there are so many people who got a nickname as a child, a neighborhood nickname, and then they're 65, 75, and they're still called. Oh, yeah. I I mean, that's very common. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm telling you, this thing's going to wear well on you. Plus, I'm going to say it again. You look like a 16-year-old emoji. (laughs) Thank you. You're such a kid. Mm Mm-hmm. It's like coffee, but for your ears. You're listening to Carl and Crew Mornings. I asked you, do you have a nickname that you were given as a young person ah. that kind of stuck in 1390? I was always called Jana Banana. Then I became a grandparent, and now I'm Nana Jana Banana. These are great. Uh, as someone who's never been able to outgrow Carlito. Oh, you, probably you don't want to like, outgrow that one. 
Uh, let's see. Yeah. Uh, this this nickname, Chicken, to this day, my family still refers to me as Chicken. chicken. <laughs> 19 no. years ago, and it still has stuck. Since I was 14 to 15, I'm old at 38 years old now. My nickname was and still is Cletus. Cletus. <laughs> Love it. Really? Outstanding. I'll be 65 in April, says 8575, and my friends still call me Peanut. I don't mind it at all. 4939, Tink, like Tinkerbell. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Stuck. Oh, these are so cute. I golfed with a Peanut. You remember who that was? Peanut Tillman? Yes, sir. You golf with Peanut Tillman? I was in a foursome with Peanut Mm -hmm. Tillman. That's awesome. All right, let's keep going here. Uh, Let's see this one. Some happy belateds to Young Thunder. Thank you. Oh. Kime Cat. No explanation there. So I, I'm not sure what that's about. Uh, someone <laughs> whose nickname was Miss Piggy. Oh, my goodness. No. Oh, no. no. How about no. this one? I hope that that was an affectionate one. Oh, and this not is hilarious. Mean. Stinky Amos. That what? is awesome. Is that, is that a reference is it? to something? No, I don't think so. I know. Well, let's hope not. Moose. <sighs> Nickname was Moose. Oh, oh Moose is go. a great nickname. Oh, boy. Yeah. Did you have any childhood No, nicknames? what's weird about this, Allie, is I didn't. I mean, a few times people tried to call me Carrot Top, but I always ran with tough dudes that would put a pop knot on their head, and that was done oh. with that. You know, I've, I've, you know what my dad still calls oh, me? Oh, what's that? The, the one that is really so odd and bizarre. Yeah. He always used to call me Big Al. Instead okay. of Allie, that is so, he would say that's right on the Big edge. Al. But, it, but it was so cute. I mean, it was so endearing. Oh, yes. Yeah. But now I'm like, Big Al kind of feels like a trucker. <laughs> <laughs> somehow it's still, it's so sweet. Oh, I don't know. Hey, I Big picture Al. Big Al spitting Copenhagen out I mean, at the truck stop. But you know stop. what? Coming from a dad who's an awesome dad, it, it no, he's a he's it a feels really sweet. Guy. But yeah, I'm I'm still sometimes Big Al. Big Al. Mm-hmm. Oh, any more good ones coming in here? <laughs> little Dave. <laughs> little Dave. <laughs> little, da- little Dave. Little Dave, who's now 64 years old. Oh, no, grown now and also six foot four, not 64, six uh, yeah. four. Yeah. Whoa. So okay. maybe you've outgrown Little Dave, but it's stuck. Nah, Kiffy. He'll always still be Little Somebody Dave. Somebody got called Kiffy. Name was Christopher. Some's name's Christopher. I nicknamed him Kiffy Kiffy, and he's 32 now and still call him Kiffy. I love that. Oh. I love that. Little bit. My sister-in-law has oh, always called bit. me that. I'm now 65, a little bit. Cute. These are really fun. Oh, these are outstanding. Nicknames are great. There's a couple in here I can't yes, mention. They are young thunder. Yeah, some of them are, you know. <laughs> some of these are right on the edge. Some of them have gone over. We're moving along. Yes, we are. But these are hilarious. These are fun. There's so much fun. It's Carlin Crew Mornings here, and we're rocking on here. Are we going to go into the hat? I think coming up, mm-hmm. we are going to be unwrapping a gift from under our Christmas tree. Okay, let's get a caller in here. Oh, oh right now? Yeah, right now? let's do it. Caller oh, number 16. Okay, 16. Okay. Carl's okay. just rewriting the... Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> But I'm just, I'm so itching to give something away. We got Young Thunder, the birthday boy, is going to go under the tree right, today. Yes. We got right. caller, caller number 16. Is that what you said? Is yes. that what yep. I said? Yes, caller, it is. caller number 16. 312-274-9624. We got our team in here. 312-274-9624. We got Ken's and, and we got Lisa. We got a party. We got Ryan. And they're all laughing at us. Is everybody's going, Carl? Well, you're funny. Wait, Carl, there, there was an order and, and you just, oh. Well, day. no, no. It's here we caller are. number 16. Here, here we, we are. are. Hang on. And we're going to be on Facebook Live in a minute, too. The craziest carpool in Chicagoland. We're Carl and Crew Mornings. That's Lincoln Brewster. 
Guy's one of the best guitar players on the planet. Happens to lead worship at a church in Sacramento. Great dude. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Well, that's the music for this time, this moment. We're on Facebook Live right now. Carl and crew, good morning, guys. We love you. Got Allie over here. Pan over to Allie. She's hey, back. I am back. She's in full recovery mode here. <laughs> yes, I am. Feeling better today? I am getting better each day. Good. That's, that's good. good to hear. Last thing we need is a relapse. This is true, Carl. <laughs> Thanks nice, Carl. That, that was that sweet. <laughs> That's last thing we need. <laughs> well, yesterday she was borderline contagious in here, man. No, she okay, wasn't. moving on. All right, to so 12 days of Christmas. we're doing twelve days of Christmas. Listen, you got to get your name in the hat here. Christmas to three one two two seven four nine six two four. And these Christmas gifts are great. You're about to find out. Now we asked for caller number sixteen, Christina. Christina from Oswego. How you doing, Woo-hoo. sister? I'm good. How are you guys? Doing good. Congratulations, Christina. You are our winner, and you are going to be picking out a gift that's also going to be given to our online winner, who is Kevin S. from Mount Prospect. Kevin S. Online winner today. Give it up for Kevin Kevin from Mount Prospect. I love it. She was was whooping along. She was cheering. Christina. Christina, before, I'm going to give you a couple options on gift picking here. Do you want a bag or a box? Um, a box. A box. Ooh. Okay, uh, I've yeah. got just the one for you. Hang, hang tight. Everybody's nodding in deep Our approval. I don't know why we here. are. This is box number two. Box number two. Here we go. Unwrapping. Oh, and there's. And it's a box inside of the wrapping, so I gotta open that. Here it comes. Okay, number two, we're going to get the definition here right now from Superdye. Here we go. We are so ready to rumble here. It's unbelievable. We're just we right at, here. We're looking at a new American Standard Bible, yes. large print. This is a beautiful looking Bible. I love this thing. We've also got a nice travel pack for the Bible and... This beautiful travel backpack. Oh. We've got awesome carrying devices. We've got a great study Bible. Looks like you want to go camping. Yes. You want to go camping? You want to go on a hike? You want to take your Bible with you? Oh. You've got some great new stuff to that do is, it in. That is awesome. Yeah, check this out. This take a look stuff. at that thing. I'm so excited. Oh, good. We're excited for you. Yeah. Oh, like Haken backpack. Packing Cube's Bible of the Word of God to take with you together, creating a winning combination of style and functionality. The backpack serves as a reliable, trendy carrier for all your belongings, overall your travel experience by simplifying the process and keeping your items in order. That's right. Congratulations to Christina Christina. and Kevin. Thank you so much. I love you guys. We love you you too. Merry Christmas. And we're going to... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right on. <laughs> Thank you. So we're going to sign off right now, even on Facebook Live. We'll be back here tomorrow, though. Yep. Please be a part of this. And Thank you. Get... Love you guys. God bless you guys. Thank you, Christina. God bless you and Merry Christmas. Text the word Christmas to make sure that you are entered in. We are almost at the halfway point. Today was day five, but still seven more gifts to be opened. Make sure that you have your name in. Just text Christmas to 312 274 9624. Just text the word Christmas. 312 274 9624. Hey, this is Carl with Carl and Crew, and I'm so grateful that you listened to this showcast. 
Thank you mostly for being part of the Boom Crew. As we help you take your next step with Jesus, you're a huge encouragement to us. We'll be here again live every weekday morning from 5 to 9 a.m. Godspeed.